everybody. I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirit Shadow. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today we're having a. Uh, um, you just you look like you had that cut. <laughs> well, you got it. Honestly, I was just trying to chug the well, energy drink before we got started. <laughs> and you and you need to pull up your microphone because what you just said there. I'm yeah. sorry, but I'm literally I'm trying to chug this before yeah, we I know, start. I know. Well, this is a healthy energy drink. I mean, it's not bad. I just needed some energy. Yeah, I know. I get that. I get that. Um, the uh, I think a really fast and I've I've wanted to actually had this conversation with you because you do a really good job of asking questions and I felt like I've really wanted to somebody to ask me some pointed questions on this even though I have some concepts about it because I brought this and I think part of it is I brought this conversation up to about four or five people that I know that I thought maybe they would challenge me on it because I actually wanted to be challenged on this and the goal of this conversation isn't to be right at all this actually the conversation is just to bring. Um, uh, the idea up and the framework around it and, and point people in directions so they can psychologically start thinking about this in different ways. So what I hear is that you're giving me permission to <laughs> argue with you. That's why you're drinking your energy drink. <laughs> so it's perfect. I'm ready. When do you not argue with me though? Like seriously. Sometimes I, sometimes know, you don't want, you don't have the energy for it. That's the only yeah. time that I see that you don't. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, I mean, I pick my battles. Yeah, that's true. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's more, it's more about that. I'm like, yeah, you can be right about that. Mm. <laughs> But even in work, sometimes or sometimes though, I don't like. like sometimes it, I don't want to be overtly offensive, maybe, yes. and so I like censor myself. Yes, yes. <laughs> and maybe I'll bring it back around later. Yes. Um, what do you do? You believe we have free will? <sighs> I think my short, quick answer is yes. I think it's first you, you almost have to define free will, but I don't actually want to give a definition of free will right now. I think okay. the way I kind of see this is I think free will at, at the way that most people think of free will, you might, but I think it's actually an illusion. And I think, um, I think people think they have free will in terms of like, do I pick up this calendar or do I pick up this pen? Yes, of course I have free will. I can choose to pick this up. Right. I think that's a, like a, like a, a level of free will, but I wouldn't really call that free will. Um, and again, I don't want to get into defining things right now because then people get caught in traps of thinking it and putting it into the boxes. My whole goal of this sparking this conversation is to get people to think differently about, uh, their life in, in general. Um, free will has this, this context to it where, um, let me use this even in like a business sense. I think a lot of people, and this is what kind of really sparked it was, is people like, they kept saying, how do I, Adam, how do I help find my, you know, you're really good in this whole spiritual, there's a conversation somebody had on me there. You're really good at this whole spiritual thing. Like you're letting go a lot. Like, and, like, and it seems like you found your authenticity and like, I need to go find my authenticity or I have to find my thing that I'm supposed to do in this world. Right. We hear that a lot. And it's like what they're really looking for when they say this is that you're looking for something to guide you into what you feel is natural, which I agree that like when that inner feeling, that inner experience that you have is guiding you in a direction that is alignment with your thoughts or alignment with your emotions, you feel better. And then, um, if you get the switch gears here, if you allow the voice in your head to run your life or you allow the emotions to run your life, that's just based on a small series of biological data and experiences that you've had only small ones. And they end up running your life. Like if somebody says, I'm, I don't, I free will. Cause I'm going to choose to have a black. I like, I'm going to choose to have a black car. I'm going to choose to have a white dress because they look really good. Well, is that really free will? 
because the only reason why you like the color black is because of your experiences that you've had so far growing up, the culture that you built with some book that you've read, something triggered in there that allowed you to do it. So when you, when somebody asked the question, what color car do you want? You said black, right? Is that naturally free? I'm just doing it a smaller room, build up into the bigger things. But in a, in a way, somebody could say, well, that's free will, but is it really free will? Because the urge or the, the thought that showed up in there was just coming up on data that you actually happen to have experiences on. For example, if you've never seen anything, if you didn't even know the color blue existed or never seen anything blue before in your life, if somebody asked you what color car do you want, you would never say blue. You would never say blue. Because it's not part of your yes. prior experiences or prior context or prior knowledge. It's going to be black. Yes. And people will say, well, I love, of course I love black. And that's because that's I free will to choose. Mm-hmm. Okay. But is that's not really free. If, if you input data into a computer, that, by the way, is less than like, it's not even statistically significant because the experiences that you've had as a human being compared to the experiences that are happening just on this world or even just in your state are insignificant based on what you're having. Meaning that the experience you're actually having right now, the, the small one that you're actually able to interact with is insignificant as it relates to experiences that happen in this world in the past minute, right? So then you say, well, it, so then you have this small data that gets input into your mind, right? And that mind is then basically searched for what was happening in there, what you know, and that's making your decisions. So those ones that you don't really think things through and you go, what's your favorite color? And you say it, it's because mind is generating, your mind is actually generating it based on the data that it has to produce in there, which is based on the experiences that you've had. Prior conditioning, prior, prior conditioning. Da- data. Whatever. So there's, there's this, there's this, um, from the egoic sense or from the small eye, if you will, there's a sense of free will in there, which is just based on a small subset of things. And I, I'm going to come back to this, but just to frame this, there's a, there's a you who's actually watching the mind generate the answer. There's you that's watching the, the black color populate in your mind's eye. And then there's you who's watching the body physically say it. But all of that is just something that happened based on a series of events. You can call it like a determinism, right? Like people use the, like, I'm a determinalist, right? The determinism basically just means that is everything's based on a predetermined. Well, it means that everything, I, there's, there's, there's fatalism and then there's determinism, right? Determinism is more like everything's based on causality. Like there's an event that's happened. That's why everything's happening. Fatalism is a little bit different where it's like everything in grand strokes, broad strokes is, um, is uh, I'll give you two examples of this. Mm-hmm. Fatalism basically means that there's a predetermined destiny for you, but you have choices along the way. As an example of this, you could say if somebody is sailing, one can make the argument that the wind is blowing the sails, but you have free will or whatever it is that you need to be able to move the sail individually into the wind, whichever direction you want to, right? That's more of like the wind's blowing. That's a, that's a fatalism mentality. The wind is blowing. And I'm not saying either one is right, right? I'm just giving definitions of these things. And it's, it's generally like there's a predisposition there, but you have a, a way to do it. I used to actually, I think at one time, I don't know if I said on this podcast, but maybe a long time ago, I think it was before this podcast. Um, I used the example of like life was almost as if it was like a big computer game where you had all of these individual, like it was already, there was a framework of life that was happening, but you had all these individual choices to pick whichever tunnel you wanted to go on to. It's the, it's like the book, the choose your own adventure books. 
Yeah, exactly. But then that's kind of more like the, the fatalism mentality, right? The determinism mentality is more of like everything, everything is based on a series of cause and events. Causality is really the biggest two differences. You're looking things up. Yes, I just want to yeah. make sure yeah, I am so clear on the yeah. definitions determined by causes external to the will. Yeah, it's just that's like the determinism, right? Um, and fatalism is basically the belief that things are predetermined yes. and inevitable. And you have choices in between. Yeah. yeah. And again, I'm not saying choices aren't important at all in either one of these categories. I'm just trying to frame this whole context of how people think they're making choices. Because the, it's really when people... Yeah. Sorry, I was just continuing to read the definition and it's basically that determinism... Some people believe that determinism means that individuals don't have any free will. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that, determinism means that you, you, they do not believe you have free will at all. Right, right. Okay. And, and, and fatalism, I suppose, is, simil is similar. They don't have free will either. Right. They both agree. So both those categories agree that there's no free will. No free will. Okay. Uh, and they're just, they're two different ways of looking at it. One fatalism is sure. looking at as there's no free will cause everything's predetermined, but you have some choices in between. And again, the analogy that somebody would say on that would say, well, the wind's blowing a certain direction, but I still have a choice of which direction I blow the wind, but the wind, I still have no direction of the wind. Determinism means that you don't have any free will at all. Cause everything is based on either your environment, biology or consciousness or God or whatever word do you want to say to us, some other causality that's happening there. And so I've really been playing around with this for like the last like six months, um, and watching and. I always, before I come into these podcasts, I always just kind of watch for a while of what's happening in there. And when you respond for like the, like somebody's like, where do you want to go for a restaurant? Right. And what you're doing is you're searching data of restaurants that you've been to before and you're making a choice that made you feel good before. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong with any of this. Mm -hmm. Just you're making, but is that really free will? Like, well, can I ask questions? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Okay. So if determined, hold on before, before you go yes. into that, I also want to make a, a mark point there's the, I just want to make sure we come back to, um, who, who you really are and any lack or thereof lack or not lack of free will that's there as well too. So I just want to put a point in that, like who you really are, the experiencer of things. Is there any actually movement actually happening with you or is it all happening at a different level? So we'll come back to that. Okay. So if determ determinism, fatalism, both believe or the whole definition of is that there's no free will mm -hmm. then what does free will is free will the same as just making choices i feel like there's diff there's a difference there. yeah it, well, so, well free will basically is saying that you have choice to do whatever you want to do with your life i don't think that's actually true you I'm not uh, arguing you have choices to do whatever you want to do in your life based off of your prior experiences and no that's not what free knowledge. will says free will just says you have choices to do whatever you want and and I, I yeah, don't, and I'm I'm saying yeah, but maybe it's within, maybe it's within but the your prior like prior knowledge and but but check this out for as an example. So like somebody says like you, you have no interest in wanting to re to learn Mandarin right now, right? Or learning fencing, right? Uh, correct. Although this morning I did think maybe I want to learn um archery and hunting. So why did you why did you decide to learn that? Um because I was listening to a book and realizing that a lot of what they were talking about, about being part of more, um, being part of the natural world mm -hmm. is very appealing to me. Yep. And how do I, yep. um, bring more of that into my life? Not that I like, and, and I mean, hunting from a very, um, sustainable t 
type. Yes. Way, it, like knowing where your food comes from and all of that. And how many times do you think, you, I mean, just, I know that because I, I hunt, how many times have you heard hunting or read about hunting or have you and I talked about hunting before? Well, I'm um, considering that my husband who I've been yes. with for 20 years <laughs> is a hunter exactly. and as is his family and father. Yes. So, um, yeah. Yes. For a very long time. So where did all of a sudden the drive, the urge, the pull from the book you read, I get it. Yep. All of a sudden come from. Um, to actually go take action in that direction. Well, I haven't taken action on it yet, but I've also been seeing watching this social media influencer a lot lately, and she very much believes in living a more a very slow yeah. life. She's super successful in business, but a more slow life that is very rooted in in nature. Yeah, in the natural world. Yeah. So there's two things here. One, there's environmental factors that are actually causing you to make these decisions. Number one, right? Meaning like the books or the people I watch yes. and listen to. Yeah. Exactly. So environmentally. So yep. again, in the context of free will, it's not really free will. You, it's almost like you're addicted to your strings, but think they're their puppet. And then, you, well, then what the, the next thing that people are going to say, because it's really not you determining that. There's somebody else determining that and you go, oh, I really like that. It's somebody else maybe determining my thought, but then if I take action or not, is that me? Well, hold on. Here's the, yeah. here's a good question about that. So somebody else is determining your thought. That's one. Mm -hmm. The second thing that comes into it is, is again, you've been around hunting for 20 years. Yes. All of a sudden it's, is it really you taking action though? Because it's, where does the urge come from? You didn't create the urge to all of a sudden want to go do this. The thought came in and now there's a stronger pull and a stronger urge that could have been there for the last 20 years, but all of a sudden decided to show up today. And then you go, oh, now I'm going to go take action on that. Okay. I guess I need a little definition about who is the you, but then also let's say, I know, I know there are, a cause this person has like a million followers. So there's also a million followers of this woman. So they're also seeing her. Let's, t let's say even, you know, two. 1% of those people have also read the same book that I've read. So whatever, whatever that, how many people that is. Um, so they have all of the same input as me and maybe a fraction of them, maybe only three of them have the same thought or, you know, I'm, you know, what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, they, they only, they have their, so absolutely. Is that their free will or is, where are we, anyone who's, did, who's ever seen that thing also read the book is already predetermined to go do this one thing. Who knows? Either way, that's not free will though. Either way, it's not like, cause even if like the, the you, but somebody the else person put, has the choice, they, again, no, you, they, but they, do you, well, hang on, listen, so the people who've seen this influencer read the book, let's say 50% take action and 50% don't. Yeah. If it was, if it was all predetermined based off of prior knowledge, but, wouldn't we all take the same action? No. Okay. Why not? Well, for one is because where did the urge come from? How many times have you heard about hunting before? Your whole oh, life? Uh, half of my life. Yes. So why all of a sudden, where did the, where did the drive come? You didn't all of a sudden, the thought came from somebody else. Yeah. So let's say another 50% of the people so also have the thought. Again, so that automatically puts you into a category yep. of like, again, from the larger context of thing is somebody else gave me a thought. Somebody else, you don't, nobody wants to think about it this way. Well, it gave me an idea that I interpreted. Well, you call it an idea to make yourself sound better, but like you got an idea yeah. and then from that idea, there became an urge. Where'd the urge come from? 
I, I feel like there's an answer you want me to give. Well, no, I'm not I even answering. I'm just saying, say, yeah. like, inside. Yes, like so. All yeah. of a sudden, there's a drive, which is what we all move on. Yes. There's a, there's a, call it consciousness, call it God, call it call it. It it doesn't shock to you. Like something moves, starts moving you in that direction, and then you are in there witnessing that there's this urge. You're witnessing that there's this thought, and you go, "I have free will to go take this action." But the reality is, is you kind of don't. So uh, yeah, okay. I I mean, I get what you're saying. So if it's not my free will, then what is it? Well, that's exactly right. It's just, it's consciousness. And it goes back to the whole point of where I said before, when people are always going, I want to go find my unique self. What you're really saying is I need, I want to get clear enough to allow this, 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 whatever it is, like I'm not going to put a word, like consciousness, God to flow through, flow me, through free, you freely. so that I'm acting on behalf of that. So my point though, and I'm not saying that any of this is bad, by the way, I'm yeah. just saying if, if everyone is actually after to know what they're supposed to be doing here, it's not them knowing that <laughs> it's actually something else working through you, right? That you're witnessing that you're working through all of this stuff. Okay. I totally get what, where you're going with all this now. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's I like do. a, yes. and it's like, there's something else as an energy source that's there. That's guiding you. And how often, again, if you didn't have this urge all of a sudden, like you do now to go even think about hunting so it's not or different, just about my prior knowledge no, and context. It's not, it's, there's two different things. Cause it's, it's also again, to my point, if there was five people who are listening exactly. to the exact same thing, you made the some point are going to be driven from their consciousness, God, whatever, to move in that direction. Some might listen to that and say, that is so not for me. I don't want any of that, but that's also they're being driven from there. Exactly. Whatever. Yes. Whatever you call it. Yes. To act in a different way. Exactly. It's almost like there's. And you're saying that's not really a conscious choice. It's actually consciousness moving, moving them. through you. That's exactly right. Again, this is, I'm not saying it's bad because that's what actually what I think I'm trying to give people freedom almost. I actually like, I'm kind of laughing because I, I actually see what you're saying. And I, and yeah, you, you see what I'm saying now? I think I generally agree with you. Um, maybe which is why Eric didn't push back so much. <laughs> um, cause maybe he generally agreed with you because even all the conversations that we have, or even some of like the, the work or whatever that I've done or people that I know have done at what you're right. Everybody wants is they want to go back to who they really are, or they want to feel in alignment or they want, or we keep talking about letting go. Well, what are you letting go of? You're letting go of all the expectations or letting go of having to make all the choices because what you actually really want is just to be led. Uh, yeah, I don't like that word. No, you don't, but, but that's, not necessarily led, but just to well, me, the people say, free. I want to find my authentic self. Yes. To me, it just feels like yes. free without all these like constraints and yes. other people like telling you what you should do or you thinking what you should do and having all of this like angst around like what you should be doing when really, if you just let a lot of that stuff go to your point, um, and just like you said, allow your consciousness to flow through you whatever we want to call that determinism, fatalism, whatever. Yeah, I forget about knowing, but label yeah. it's, and it starts to be absolute freedom. Cause then you walk through the, the world, not scared. And that's uh, when people say authenticity, it's yes. really just being full of life itself or whatever word yes. you want to use there. Consciousness, whatever word yeah, that that's just, coming through you and working through you. Yeah. And so it doesn't feel like you do have to make to, you mentioned this before. That's less about choices and just, you, you just get moved in one direction over another. It's not even choices. At and the it point. isn't conscious. Because it's just happening. Because what I what I realized when I, I when I sat with Michael, he told me this. I it just it hit me, and this is why I've been wanting to have this conversation. Like it, I kind of got it. It's not about actually choices, because when you remove all like you of that, you don't choice. have to make a choice. 
Yeah. And that's why he said, remember, and one of the things he said to me, he was like, even that will fall away. Well, I'm even just thinking about like people who like, you're trying to figure out where, where to move. Right. Like, mm-hmm. or uh, any hard choice people yeah, have. Yeah. You're right. It just like, well, even conversations that we've had exactly. before, it's like, it just, you know, when it's right and you just get pulled or moved in that. Yes. And it just moves direction. you. And it, you're right. It's no longer really a choice. It's just it, what it, it is just is. Exactly. And it's almost like people would argue that they, you have, what do we call it? I just call that being free. Yeah. Well, it's like people say, I want free will, but what they're really saying is I want freedom of choice. Right. And then, but, but then at the same time as people say that, now it's almost like the exact opposite. Cause then they go, but then I want, I want authenticity, which is really something else leading you. Because that's why people feel naturally like they can't itch anything because they've been caught up. So if you let me just unpack this from a sequential event. First, there is an ego that's developed for whatever reason. Every human being that takes form has some level of ego. The ego basically says, I have the world the way I want it to. And there's a way that I want the world to be. And I need to go out there. And what this is what the ego is saying. The ego says, I want to use this physical form, this physical world to go out there and keep everyone's consciousness's energy, God's energy, whatever you want to refer to it as, as looking back at me so that then I'm going to want to do something as I'm going to say, Hallie, in order for you to feel successful and powerful and all the things you want, you need to go manipulate the world, change people, places and things all around you so that then you feel good and then you're going to feel good for a moment. And then it's, you have to go off something else and chase something else. And that's the ego, which is where still where 99% of people are stuck, that they're stuck living their life through their ego. And again, the ego is just concepts, ideas, all their past experiences. And then it's the mind narrating what they like and don't like. And then they then you who's in there is using your energy. And this is where I'd go back. This is where I put a placeholder in is, is using you who's in there, who is, has the ability to direct consciousness, right? Like you can feel that consciousness come through there. You're putting that on your ego, is what people do. And when they put it on their ego, then it's, that's when you get lost with everything. You've touched it. Then from there, if you, if you back up a second and then you go, okay, well then I'm, I'm past that and I get it, even though I'm, I still have work to do there, I can conceptually understand how, how the ego runs my life and essentially ruins my life. Okay. I get it. I don't want that, but I don't want to play that game anymore. So now I'm going to start stepping back. So I step back even more and I start to realize, well, maybe I just don't even, maybe what I really want is this, this, this energy source to move through me and just in, and go from there. But then I would, then I would say is, well, how do you know there's an energy source that's coming through you? Because you're going to say, finally, I am the energy source that's in here experiencing it. And that's the totality of it. And that's who you really are. It's because you, because how do you know there's an urge to move, to go learn fencing (laughs) or whatever, or to go learn the piano or all of a sudden to go do an Ironman or to learn hunting or to move. There's an urge that comes in there. And most of the urges, by the way, are coming from the ego. Once, but then if you get really deep in spiritual masters, once the ego has gone, there's a whole vibrant energy that just moves you through you. And again, my whole argument would be is at that level, you're still in there experiencing the movement of it. And then at a certain level, you turn around and realize that you are the whole movement of it. And so therefore all of those other things fall away. It's like when the, when, when they say, wow, like, look at me, like I am a, I'm a drop and I fell into the ocean. I'm no longer a singular ocean and everything falls back and you reach the state of enlightenment or the state of higher, of higher spiritual progress. Got a couple of thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, I know that, so we developed this ego as a, as kids, as, as kids. I'm just curious if like in, in evolutionary in because of evolution, did we develop the ego 
because it helped us with, you know, self-preservation or like the, the whole concept of the survival of the fittest. Yeah. Like, did we need the ego to actually help us survive yeah. in the early state days as a species? And then of course, when we no longer had to necessarily do that yeah. when the, where we are in evolution, which it might be why now people are learning how to let that go and move on yes. to this next stage, stage of evolution, which is becoming more one with consciousness. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. I was like, just asking. And, 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 and I don't even think yeah. it even matters why it came. It happened as part of our animals don't have right. Like it doesn't ego. necessarily serve us any, e- anymore. Animals don't have, that's why we're sapiens. Sapiens, the ability to actually really humans are aware that they're aware and dogs are not right. They're just there stuck to it. Right. Yeah. Or any animal is for yeah. the most part. Now there's arguments that somebody could come in here and say, well, there there's different degrees to that and totally fine. And for our context purpose of saying this is that humans are much more evolved species to be aware of what they're aware of. Right. And now they're now at first you have this ego. Now people are aware that they have an ego. And now at some point, hopefully people wake up and re- realize that you are everything that's moved them. And mm-hmm. that's where your light of consciousness comes from. So as I, I was, I did not grow up as a religious person, Mm -hmm. but yet I know so many, as I'm sure you do too, who, who have such strong, I'm going to say faith in the religious devotion or devotion to a particular God, whatever God is that, that they worship or whatever, but who have such strong faith in this belief in this and whatever the religion they have. Um, so some of these conversations to me are like, newer but I guess I'm just curious like people who have this strong faith in religion do they find these conversations easier because this fourth thing that you talked about that you know I am the energy source like you really are just like one with God one with you the universe whatever like I feel like some religions teach that from like day one but like it's taken me a little while to realize that that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I think if religion works, I actually think everyone's saying the same thing. They just pick different too. ways of saying it. Okay. okay right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think like, and just use it. And this is no, um, right, wrong, morally right, wrong. I, I agree or don't agree in any of these statements and preface this, but like, let's just say like the word, the term God has most Christianity, Christian people see this, right. Mm-hmm. It's like, there is a God figure, right. That mm-hmm. is there that, uh, you want to work through you consciousness working through you and almost want to be told what to do that you go to it and it's a higher source. That's you. And, and if that's, and then there's a whole bunch of mechanical things that happen underneath there, but it's the same thing where we're just not using the word God and it's a source that happens to be the source for everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's there. And we've labeled it with a word that again, just is, has only meaning to people that have put meaning to the word. You could say Babaju and people would not know what that means. And Babaju is nothing. And that's what you could call it. And it's just a source of energy that's there. If that helps them get more alignment with that and get out of that, that's amazing. But they're all, I think everyone's, it's all, all points at the very end of the day, there's only one truth, which is there's one source. Well, and I mean, yeah, I, I generally agree with, with all of that. And, but, it's just every everybody i mean i guess i feel like humans are all in one way or another spiritual seekers Mm -hmm. and always wanting this this, we're seeking i would say that we're source seekers so sure yes i just use that word but it doesn't even matter i guess like again it's a matter if you believe how you're not just just explore this for yourself that's the whole point of this conversation some people use religion some Some people people use use the word god some people use i'm I'm an atheist well i was gonna say some people use nature some people use yes uh, yoga or uh, some people use different things to 
to seek and find get outside the source, of themselves, the, the spirituality, yes, whatever, exactly, um, whatever it is. But yes, I do think that's like a common human condition or whatever you want to call it that we're all looking and we're just doing it differently physically thing. yes yeah. but the problem is then our egos get involved and say my way's right yeah and then that's, then, yeah, then that's war that's starts yeah. and that's literally what happens and like naturally people are looking for something more but then the ego takes completely over and mm-hmm. says well of course we're right we're right our rules are right if you don't buy by our rules then you're not doing this whole thing but you're all actually at the end of the day you're all saying like the, the highest level we're all saying the same thing mm-hmm. it's just we get caught in our egos and the ego drives that and wants to be in control of it because you're actually so close to actually being free of it that's the funny thing if you're only like you're 99 99 you're 99.9 enlightened <laughs> that's the funny thing mm. if you're only 0.1 percent or one percent unenlightened at every moment and uh, some that's why it's just it's every individual spiritually has that ability if you've taken human form to do that and it's just like you have these urges that are there and the, and again the urges can come from ego or, or just they feel differently but they can come from the natural source which is where people are really striving for so that was my the the context of around free will and just to get some thoughts out there there'll be many more to come on this and it's not about labeling or using a certain word for it there so then i always this is this is where i was kind of thinking about this i was my daughter came home and she got like a hundred on her report card and like it was almost as if she said hundred on her report card but then it's like well okay great but it's almost as if like you want to say i'm proud of you but it's that's and i and i did by the way but it's just because it was just the context of the situation, but it's almost like, well, okay, but it, what you, are you proud of? What you is really there? Is it the, is it the you that like you're thinking of in terms of the context that you did this? Or was it something that was, again, the, what we've been all talking about here, the source that actually moved you along this whole path and what part of you are you actually saying I'm proud of? Well, and, and I can, I, I know the most. Do you see what I'm saying with I, that though? I do because I, cause then it happens in almost every context of your entire life. Like you, the, the smaller you, I'm saying I'm proud of you. And then you're in there hearing that I'm proud of this smaller portion of you that's in there that you're actually reinforcing. Well, the religion I'm most familiar with is Christianity. And I, and I almost think it's interesting you say that because I, I feel like that's almost exactly why so many people who are really rooted in the Christian faith will often say, um, you know, well, I give it up. I gave it to God or, or God worked through me to achieve, achieve yeah. this. And it's almost, almost exactly what you said. Like yeah. they already know yes. that it's the source. Yes. Actually, they call it something different, yeah, whatever, yeah, totally. whatever. But like, it's, that's almost why I'm like, do they already know some of this stuff or some religions? Like you're, you're well, right. The Bible like, does. I mean, if you go back and read the Bible, I mean, my yeah. father and I are one, you have to die daily. Like don't build your house on sand. Some of these core concepts are all spiritual yeah. concepts. But that's interesting because again, I'm just thinking of these particular people who are very open about their faith. They're just like, yeah, yeah. God, just God worked, worked through me, worked through me. And, and we're so grateful to be able to be stewards of yes. his love or stewards yes. of this is, you know, the money that God worked through yeah, to then, have. And yeah. now we're going to be in this hundred yeah. percent outer world. And we're going to be stewards of what we have while we're here and yeah. use it well and blah, blah, blah. And then there's never a decision ever to be made again. And it's like, how do you have higher intelligence than some people? You have higher intelligence because you didn't do it. You didn't build it. There's some biological force, but then was that, did that biological so are, come from something else? Are we, God, this is like a whole other conversation, but I'm just part like, two. yeah, I'm like, are we, we're, what are we then? That's part two. 
Well, and that's the whole existential like, question humans? of life. Are we just well, like Remember, you're a spiritual being like, having a human experience. Yeah. And you can use the analogy, like, are you a puppet on strings? Yeah. Here. Yeah. And for the source of consciousness. The source. And there can, you can say yes and no. And there's not right or wrong. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with choices, by the way. Like, you're still in that math. You still have choices. There's nothing wrong with enjoying. That's why we call it 200% life. There's nothing wrong with enjoying any of this. You're actually supposed to enjoy it, but actually enjoy it. And just know that there's going to be like all of these, these rolling hills along the way. Like with all, there's always negative consequences to all these things too, of course, because sometimes you can make, uh, maybe what would could be largely considered a poor decision or something that could potentially be immoral. And then you say, oh, well the source made me do it. It's ego saying that. Yes. But yes, so then, so then there's a whole conversation, right, that goes on, and you know who actually has a really good conversation. Source drove me to do this. Yeah, actually, um, they talk a lot about this in in terms of punishing people. Like, there's a big conversation around that whole conversation around free will and punishing. Because if people say, "Well, I was driven to go do that," so then do you? What do you fix? Do you fix the behavior and put somebody in there, even though that if they've learned from it, not going to do it again? Or do you actually? And there needs to be some level of because behavior. If you kick somebody long enough, they're going to stop walking around and get kicked, right? There's a behavior change that can happen with individual that became incarcerated, but they're incarcerated because they, in that moment, they they actually weren't them. You have to admit that they're not them. Like if you go punch somebody in the face and you happen to kill them. And in that, like you got so riled up and you became that emotion, you did that. It wasn't really you. You probably need to change that behavior or if you're stealing, whatever that is, but is, is our entire society built on putting people in behind prison actually even helping? That's going to be part two because we have to go, but um, we'll tackle that entire conversation next week. Hey everybody, before you leave today, Hallie and I want to thank everyone who has left us a review. It really does make a huge impact in helping us get this podcast into the hands of other conscious leaders. Here's what Sean had to say. Sean from Albuquerque says, I have listened to Business Meets Spirituality from the beginning and there are so many important principles and lessons on how self-leadership precedes leadership. In order to grow your organization or business, you have to lead yourself first. And I have learned how to go inward in order to achieve the level of growth I must obtain in order to grow my business. This is a must listen for any type of business owner. Thanks, Sean, for leaving us a review. And by the way, please let us know what you like about this podcast or what you would like to see more of by leaving us a review wherever you listen to our show.